And welcome to yet another episode of Taste the Dragons, the Toddcast. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. We're going to have some fun up front, and then we're going to be talking about some of the events that are occurring around the world. We will be highlighting Ukrainian developers and what we as a gaming community can do to help. That's right. Thank you, Amanda. Uh, so, yeah, we always start with a question. And like she said, we're going to have a little bit of fun. So my question this week for y'all is... If you were a D&D character, what's your class? Um, I'm a cleric. <laughs> it's not no, an no, no, if wait, wait. for some of us. Are yeah, you like no, no, me no. as an okay. individual? As a like person, a yeah. Troy, you're a cleric. I, I'm sorry, yeah, no, no, but no, 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 like, no. I don't no? think I am. No, um, you don't. No, no, no. I'm a, I'm a bard. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've thought about it because I want to play a cleric as a support class. You're healing it. You're healing everyone. You're, right. you're you're taking shield damage. You're keeping everyone's you know awareness on the battlefield. But if I, Troy, was a class. Yes. I don't know anything about like if it, if a band-aid can't fix it, Troy can't help you. I but I feel like I feel like you're more of a musical cleric than you are like a Healy Bard. Wait, what? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait, wait. I, I still have to take a hard stance. I I am not don't come to me if you break your arm. No, no, you're like a, like like emotional healing. Oh, okay. A bard. Yes. Uh, a bard I, is kind of like a like okay. an emotional You healer. and I have a very different uh, perspective of what a bard can do, but all right. Troy, how do you do around blood? Oh, I'm good. I'm good with blood. I won't lie. Wait, that's a weird thing to be very proud of. You might be a cleric. No, that, that's a really good thing, actually. Yeah, like, I fine. can't imagine looking at anyone who's actually yeah. getting a shot. Like, I, yeah. I can't watch I, I can't watch a, a somebody getting like a scalpel, like any of those types of shows where they're like, oh, watch the incision. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be sick now. Yeah. I can't watch any of that. If it's a movie and someone's getting stabbed for some reason because it's I'm fake, fine with that too. does nothing to me. As long as it's fake, it's fine. But the right. moment it's like, that's a real person who just broke something and that's yeah. that's blood. I'm like, nope, nope, I, nope, I, nope, I'm nope. not actively seeking out to see any of that ever, but I, uh, I, I do work in a hospital. So I, I got to like be able to see some. But I'm with impressed. You know, I, I think you are a bard. I'm actually, that, I think that's a, yeah. that's a good thing to. The idea of like being in the thick of it and then doing either uh, a song or, or something or a joke that's just trying to lift everyone's spirit or make everyone mad so they go fight harder <laughs> whatever it may be uh I, I think personally i would be i feel kind of like a bard at, at like I'm, I'm a manager at my work or whatever so like when i'm fielding like the people and the personalities mm -hmm. and uh, getting the team together and, and so whenever i work I, I i definitely feel like um a, a, a good song and a joke it can go a long way it's a nice yeah. bardic inspiration yeah yeah when like the party's arguing you're, you're just in the corner juggling like huh uh, 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 you feel better now? Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you want to go uh, take on a dragon? All right. <laughs> uh, we, we played D&D &D with, with Hassel, and I feel like I know this isn't a class. I know this is a race, but Hassel, you were like 100% a dwarf. I, it doesn't even matter what class. I feel yeah. like you just have good dwarf energy. Yeah, I, I would say that I do have like extremely dwarf energy. <laughs> um, no, I you know... We we were um, we were hanging out with a friend over the weekend, and we were talking about uh, this is a little bit unrelated, but we were talking about uh, Hogwarts houses and like okay. which house you belong in, right? Yeah, yeah. And I have the unfortunate sorting of Gryffindor because I feel like it's the most vanilla of the houses. It's like the <laughs> most generic. 
freaking um, jock. <laughs> exactly. I disagree. I don't think it's generic. I just think they get away with being not so great all the time. That is just very true. Just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. What are you so, trying to say about Hassel? <laughs> I'm saying Joe? he sorted into the wrong house. He needs to be oh, a Slytherin, okay. like me and okay. Manda yeah, and best Brian. House. Yeah, best Slytherin house. Is best house. So, so in having this conversation, I realized that through my life, I have done a lot of dumb things, <laughs> a lot of brave things, but they were also very dumb. Okay. Okay. So you're and saying based you on should those, be a Hufflepuff. No, 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 no. I, I, I said dumb, not stupid. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> no, wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All of the Hufflepuffs Puffs are, are going to come at me now. Uh, no, uh, I, I. So, like, I think if I had to pick a uh, a Dungeons and Dragons class, it would probably be a warrior, because those are like the dumb generic jocks <laughs> that are also brave Ouch. and do now, brave things. The Hufflepuff barbarians are coming at you, man. It's going to be Hufflepuff violent. barbarians, yeah. Isn't that like an oxymoron? You're right? going to get the no. most aggressive hugs. Amanda said Hufflepuff barbarians, and the only thing that I can think of is like the Vikings in uh, uh, Tangled. Oh, <laughs> so They had good puff energy, yep. Yeah. Yep. I like it, I like it. Uh, for myself, I feel like I'm a mage, but I didn't roll very high in intelligence. Like I rolled high enough, but I didn't roll like high enough. <laughs> <laughs> like I can cast. Like, I can do stuff. But like so sometimes they, they want you to investigate something. You're like, I don't see anything. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I napped. I forgot to memorize anything. I just wanted to nap. <laughs> Did you learn any spells today? What? What? Oh, right. Wait, we have a, where are we going into what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I be prepared. <laughs> you learn you any new fireball. spells today? I do. <laughs> <laughs> you learn any new spells today and you're like, yeah, uh, just give me a word. I'll, I can spell it right now. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> right here. I got you. <laughs> also, sometimes I feel like when you go into like your tech speak, it's like you're speaking like wizard tongue. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know anything he's saying right now. I love the idea that you're not a wizard. You're just really good at math and science. And people are like, wizardry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just what it was back in the day. <laughs> and they're just right? like, cast fireball. And you're like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. And you just have like a lighter. And you're like, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, uh, wizardry. <laughs> he's holding fire in his hands. Burn him. <laughs> My oh, hands wait. are on fire. <laughs> his hands are on fire. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like that's what it would be. Is there a class of of D and D that is just likes to cook? Uh, I think any class that you play, you could take like a chef feat. Yeah, oh, but if there was a cook. class that was like the best uh, cook, oh no, I would I would give Rogue uh, a good Rogue. I would give uh, Joe Rogue because you get like two knives. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Ooh, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. like a Rogue chef, right? I'll be a Rogue chef. I'm down. I'm yeah, in. Like sneaking meals to people. Oh yeah, you, you're also be like, hey, uh, I I asked I asked for the good meats, and I mean maybe we have to break some legs in order to get it. Oh, you know, it's, it's, it's a good it's a good Whoa, sandwich though. Go I mean, it's a good, it's a good, I mean, it's I only mean, fair. I, I am accepting of that entirely. Yeah, 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 she, she speaks yeah. my language. We're good. We're good. Imagine I'm gonna break your legs. It's all good. It's all good. You don't want to meet my friends. Knife one and knife like, two. Exactly. Imagine you're doing something, and then you turn a little bit towards your left, and you see it just a like just a bowl of ramen appear out of nowhere you're like yes yep. what <laughs> I, Joe, I think you have done that <laughs> I mean, you've done things like that and I'm just like I'm so happy this ramen's oh, here right you're, on. A, you're a thief but you don't steal anything you you ha- you use your thieving <laughs> skills to present things to people <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're familiar as a knife 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, sneak snack attack. Snack oh. attack. Yes. <laughs> instead of instead of back snap, snack attack. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good. It's a good D and D. I like it. I like. I've played a lot of magic classes but but i also took a lot of fencing lessons so i think that i'd like to mold those two together and be like a blade singer so i could be like the stabby stabby stab but then also like the cast because i'm i'm very much the person who's going to be like the opposite of brian (laughs) waking up and be like i forgot the spells i'm like i've been reading my spell book for six hours (laughs) did you sleep at all nope (laughs) i like folklore and swords (laughs) you're like a warrior but with technique yeah, yeah. Take yeah. that, Hassel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hassel is over here like blade singer. What do you do? Sing to your swords? <laughs> yeah. It's lame. I mean, no, but also yes. <laughs> it's not required, but I like to. <laughs> For me, I heard blade singer. And I thought, oh, so like a bard, like you start singing, and then like while you're singing, it's like magical, and you find some way to stab everybody while you're singing. <laughs> it's like those guys oh. from um, uh, what is it, Kung Fu Hustle. Where like I, they start playing the uh, the thing yes. and all the things, all the swords come out. That. That's I love that everything. Movie. I think Blade Singer is like Legolas, where it's like it's it's a type of swordplay where it's kind of just like really flowery or Ooh, all over the place. It, it's it's like a like poetry. Yeah, yeah. it's motion. Like, it's a it's specifically for elves, <laughs> or at least it used to be. I don't yeah. know if it is anymore, but um, it's like a finesse style sword mm. fighting with magic on top of it. Right. So okay, like so the complete the complete opposite of my warrior. Yes. 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 Right, okay. We would like, both I'll, be I'll hitting go, things. Yeah. I'll go attack a tree and then come back with like splinters and be like, Troy, can you heal me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a cleric, damn it. I keep reminding everyone. <laughs> yeah. I, ju- I just sing songs. Why does everybody gosh? Troy, can what you do sing you a song into my hand? <laughs> I, what? Um, I do like that you two, Amanda and Hassel, have you just became Legolas and Gimli. <laughs> Yay! It's all you really did. Yeah. Yay! You would definitely have a contest about different things. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. This is uh this is great. We would not make a good party. We don't have a healer. No, absolutely not. No. No. We, we, so. We're so good healer? we don't need one. I'm stealing one. things and giving them to everybody else. I could be the healer. Yeah. We'll be full. <gasps> well, no, doesn't no, that heal but, you? No. But like Who doesn't heal you? No. no. Magic but, food does. Mm. What if what if Joe steals healing potions and then puts them in the food and then boom? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta right, I make it work. Make you gotta it work. enchant you can that food make somehow. Make it work. Make it work. I can try stealing as a warrior. It's not gonna yeah. be very effective. <laughs> <laughs> Your stealing is just punching somebody in the face and then <laughs> and then taking it while they're unconscious. <laughs> Again, I'm a Gryffindor. I'm gonna get us in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're Slytherin. We'll get you out of trouble. Yeah, you'll get away with it, and we won't. <laughs> and I'm just gonna sing about it. Y'all do what you want. It's, it's all good content for me. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, thank you guys uh, for for letting us know what your what your class is. And if you also would like to see or tell us what your class is, please go to our Discord. Let us know. Yeah, we got a podcast discussion. We do uh, channel. Check it out there. We do. Uh, and then we're going to go directly into some news to just have a, like two diff- two quick topics okay. um, that I want to go over before we get into the bulk of our of our discussion. Episode, yep. Yeah. Uh, so what I would like to start off this week is that a missing item has finally gone back to its rightful place. Uh, back at the Game Awards in 2018, Celeste won Indie Game of the Year. Unfortunately, they never got their trophy for it as it never arrived at their office. Oh. Because uh, basically, you know, you get the award, but they're like, oh, we still have to put, you know, like we still have to engrave it and put stuff on it. And yeah. then we'll send it to you. Don't worry about it. Well, they should have worried about it because it never arrived. Uh, but uh, 
uh, this week or within the last month, a person actually was looking on eBay because they, they're a streamer and they're like, oh, hey, I want some cool swag for like behind me. So let me see if they have like a replica of the game award. Not only was it not a replica, it was somebody was selling the an actual game award from me? from the game awards. Oh no! And he was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll pay five hundred dollars for that. Yeah, let's go." And then when it arrived, it actually said "Independent Game of the Year oh, Celeste no. 2018." <laughs> so somehow along the way, this person got a hold of it. They said that they're uh, a liquidator of stuff. So mm, okay. however along the way. Did it like oh, get sent of, to the wrong person? Or like undelivered yeah. packages that yeah. fall exactly. off of things or yeah. maybe the label got messed up and wow. they could never find. Yeah. 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 People buy all sorts of like storage units and yeah. boxes mm-hmm. full of other boxes and stuff just to see if they could resell it. So yeah. There's also those places that'll that are like big warehouses full of like undelivered items and they're like, hey, mm-hmm. like yep. you can have this box for like five dollars. Whatever's inside, it's yours. Exactly. Yeah. So so the person who actually bought it saw it and were like, Oh, hey, let me uh, contact them. And see what's going on. So they actually contacted the Celeste developers, uh, who are their name is Extremely Okay Games, amazing name. Um, and they let them know, hey, I got your award. I don't know how it got in my hands. And then they explained to him, oh, well, we never received it to begin with. So they went back and forth. And so what they're going to do is he's going to ship it to them. Uh, they're going to pay him back for for all of the, you know, everything. And they're also going to send him, like, some signed copies of games and Yay! some other, like, goodie bag stuff. That's so very nice. It's, That's it's, awesome. it's back. Good. It's back. It's back <laughs> at Extremely Okay Games. Celeste is a really good platforming game with oh my a God, really yeah. endearing uh, story. And they deserve their award. <laughs> yeah. Every award that it, that yeah, all the awards. So I'm, I'm happy it's found its home same same uh so yeah that was my first bit of news and then the last bit of news since we're going to be talking about ukraine this episode a whole lot uh i'd like to end it on a good part about it uh so with a counter-strike pro who actually donated to a good cause uh streamer and pro player simple uh which is spelled s1 mple has donated 1 million ukrainian hryvnias uh, which is about 33,000 United States dollars directly to the Ukrainian army. That's right. Not to a charity or humanitarian organization, directly to the actual Ukrainian military. Wow. <laughs> and uh, the reason being is because he's actually a Ukrainian native. Um, and the town that he that he lives in or he's from actually has been getting some shells. So so unfortunately, he saw that and he's like, well, let me try to see if I can do some good in the world. And and so he donated. Um, and so during a it was during a tournament this past weekend, um, uh, a Counter-Strike tournament, he actually made a really good call for peace. Um, he actually said, all of us are scared and all of us need to show an example at this tournament for the whole world. We need to stay together as a unit because our fans, because our friends, because everyone who's going to watch this tournament, we all need to stay humans first. So I thought that was a, a pretty impassioned speech and a pretty, uh, pretty great thing. Yeah, I know. It's um, as we get into the our, our next segment here, you know, I think we all agree that it's hard to find the right words to aptly describe our feelings towards the war happening in Ukraine right now. Um, our hearts and minds are with Ukrainian people during this time of strife and like just our hearts are just going out to them. With that in mind, we wanted to use this podcast to highlight Ukrainian developers and games we've either played or are looking forward to playing, as well as uh, to look at how the gaming community itself is coming together to support the Ukrainian people. I know, like, I mean, 
man, last week we, we, we touched a little bit on like, Hey, things are happening. But, uh, as you all should probably know at the podcast at home, like we, we, we are recording this, uh, in advance. So, uh, it's hard to see like how things will develop as days go by. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it is for the, for the uh, officials out there. It is March 1st. Yes, so something March happens 1st. after March yep. 1st that this we goes did on not Sunday. know about Sunday. Um, oh, but but what we do know is that um, over the past week we've been hearing a lot of especially Amanda Amanda you and I you brought it towards my attention like there are some developers uh, that have been tweeting like how they're doing and what's happening oh, yeah. uh, personally to them and then we started realizing oh gosh these people that have been making games that we've been enjoying and playing um, like what what are they doing a really good example of that is uh, Frogwares if you remember uh, our season three episode one. Uh, episode I talked about uh, the Sherlock Holmes games. And oh, I'm that's a huge right. fan mm-hmm. of, of. Oh of yeah, the they were a Dragon of the created. Week, weren't they? Yeah, they were a Dragon of the Week. We nice. talked about their game. Um, they they just came out with Sherlock Holmes Chapter One, so they've restarted the franchise. They've moved out of London, and you're in like this this beautiful like Tuscany style city. Um, it's a it's an amazing game, especially if you like investigation games. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and they they have a really devoted fan base. They've been making these games for for a little while now. Um, they 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 have been posting um every day since the invasion started so not only um uh, are they a really great studio absolutely support them buy their game it's already out so you can purchase it today um but it's also a really nice um um, kind of grounding to see day by day what their lives are like as they go through um what's happening out there Mm -hmm. um and you can follow them on twitter oh cool what are they um under on Twitter. They, they are under Frogwares, F-R-O-G-W-A-R-E-S. They're based in uh, Kiev. I, I remember the first time that I uh, heard about the Sherlock Holmes game was like so many years ago. It was a press conference or it was a coverage, press coverage uh, of E3. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe a decade ago. <laughs> and uh, Justin McElroy, actually, one of your, one of your, uh, your friends, uh, Hassel. Well, not really um, you, a friend. I mean, I would love to be friends with him. <laughs> uh, Don't no. sell yourself sto- short. <laughs> he was part of this, like, group um, uh, coverage podcast, like a late night party, and he came in out of nowhere and just wanted to tell everyone about this this Sherlock Holmes game <laughs> that he ran into randomly, a small developer, and he was so excited to talk about it because it was, it was the one where you could play as the dog. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. as he was explaining this game and, like, Sherlock Holmes, this, like, you know, classic British tale and then he was like and the developers are from Ukraine and we were just like wait what <laughs> like and it was just talking about how amazing it was and he was just spilling the story and I was like wow these are these are some cool cats who love Sherlock Holmes I, I haven't talked about chapter one yet uh, because I haven't finished playing it. They keep releasing free DLC because they're amazing. Um, but one of the mechanics that they introduced that's just really, really interesting mm-hmm. is um, you have to get clues about what's happening in the city. Uh, and you are an upper class uh, a British citizen. And different people will interact with you differently based on how you look. So sometimes you have to pretend to be uh, either someone um, like maybe a sailor or someone from the lower classes, or they have different uh, like uh, cultures in the city. So you might have to, to, to pretend to be less English. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, but what's, what's, and I've seen that mechanic in games before. I'll put on a mustache and a hat and then I'm, I'm like, an American uh, yeah I'm American now <laughs> uh but the, what the game does that's innovative is that um if you're dressed like a sailor and you need information from sailors you can get information from any sailor as long as it's common knowledge so instead of being I'm a player and I have to go to red dot and talk to red dot and then go right. to yellow dot and talk it's more like okay 
logically where can I get this information from and how and sometimes you'll go to talk to the right people but you'll be dressed wrong mm. and I think that that's really interesting they have a really unique way of making you feel like I mean because you you sort of are making you feel like you're doing the investigation and solving the puzzles less than some other Hold games on. where I play where you're just like Okay, I checked this box. I checked. I, you know, I I looked at the six items, and now they give me multiple choice, and I've chosen option three. Yeah, yeah. logic puzzles. Do they want me to like use my brain they in want this you to Sherlock think. Holmes game? It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Whoa, I'll have to. There I'll was have to an elephant it. in this one. Uh, oh. Spoilers. There's an elephant. <laughs> Why, um... There's a there's a murder involving an elephant. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's Do I elephant. have to has read to be Sherlock Holmes before? I yes. Play yes. The yes. Game. No. 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 Uh, In fact, uh, you might not want to because oh. some of the stuff they—I mean, not all of it. It's not like they like looked at the cases and then wrote that specifically. But there was one Sherlock Holmes story that I remember that was about a uh, pygmy, and they did it with a monkey. But it was like the same concept. So like when I saw the puzzle, I was like, "It's that one." So just enough to have like a nice wink and a nod without being so much that it spoils it. Gotcha. No reason not to jump right in. Yeah. Exactly. If you have seen the Robert Downey Jr. movies, you're good. <laughs> Uh, you, you don't have to have seen those. <laughs> but you should. How about, how about the BBC series? Uh, both Which of one? The, Which bo- one? <laughs> oh, both, the Cumber, Cumberbatch one. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Both of those are very good. Neither of them are prerequisites. <laughs> you can yeah. just play the game. Yep. You don't even need one of those hats with the flappy bits. Uh, for some reason, you do need to read The Count of Monte Cristo, though. I don't know <laughs> why you have I mean, to just, read that I, one. I think you need to read that just in general to enjoy <laughs> Every all five years. Thanks. <laughs> that used to be my summer reading book every it's year so good you get more out book. of it every time you read it but uh, uh troy i think you also have a, a, a game dev studio that you wanted to touch yeah, on i want to highlight some ukrainian developers as well uh, i i um came across um Eurogamer was doing uh, an article highlighting a bunch of um uh tweets and just kind of information on ukrainian developers and uh one of them i found i was kind of uh, clicking through and um, one of them I found had a game that's actually coming out in about a month, in in uh, an end of April, that looked really up up our alley. <laughs> huh. uh, and I was like excited. I was like, oh my gosh, um, what what an interesting game. Um, this is from uh, Senki Games. It is um, the Serpent Rogue is uh, the name of the game. And just like with Frogware, uh, Amanda, I went to their Twitter and they're also posting updates of just like, hey, where we're at. And I think one of the things you and I commiserated on <laughs> was like they're so dedicated to the games that like their first tweets were almost apologizing that they can't like put out updates. Oh yeah. I can't, I'm not going to be working on this. And I was like, no, absolutely like, don't worry about that. So, no, go be safe. It's like, so yeah. heartbreaking for them to actually like do that. Like I feel so bad that they're like, Hey guys, we're updates are coming. We promise. There's just this little thing happening outside of our front door. And you're like, no, no, no. Like deal with that. Yeah. Forget yeah. the game. We want nothing but your safety. Exactly. Uh, and uh, but it, it, we've talked about this, uh, you know, so many times of just how um, how much love indie developers have for their games and their community yes. because it's it's so it's so from the ground up to so their community like they're the ones you know really um, you know trying to, to to bolster those games. So I looked into the Serpent Rogue, and so this game is a um, it's a action adventure game where you play as this plague doctor, like you look like a plague doctor. Um, and like evil's kind of taking over this uh, fantasy land and uh, with like villages and whatever and and you kind of just roam around trying to solve whatever is happening to this to this uh, to this uh, area um, right off the bat I just like the art style it kind of looked a little bit like don't starve 
um, where it's 2D but stylized, kind of saturated colors, but like uh, definitely pen marks. A, a whimsical kind of Tim Burton esque flavor to it. Gotcha. Um, you make you're making potions in this game. You're farming. Um, you're fighting monsters. And what was interesting with the fight mechanics, you can fight a monster or you can tame a monster. Ooh. So at one point, like there's this giant like rat dog that like descends on them. And it's like you could fight. And then like or tame, and then it like switches around. You're riding it, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like dope. And then like you saw them like 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 you know farming, and they're like getting carrots, and they go to pull like one radish, and then like like a bean popped out of it, like a mandrake, and they're like whoa, and I'm like that's fun. Uh, it just seems like they're taking a lot of fun um, adventure mechanics, but then putting like a little twist on each and every little mechanic, even potions. There's crafting potions. We've mm-hmm. seen that in games. Oh, yeah. You, you get some grass. You get some moss. You get Eye of Newt. <laughs> you put it all together, <laughs> and you make like, you know a healing potion or something. Uh, in this game, you could take these. They have potions that can um, uh, drink yourself and then grow into one of those monsters. Like, huh. you can grow into that rat, that rat monster. Or um, you can take the potions and then throw them at the at enemies to turn them into something. So if you're coming up against like, you know, a, a, a behemoth bugbear, <laughs> you could take this potion, throw it at them, and then they turn into like a little froggy, and they just like <laughs> hop away. Uh, really impressive mechanics for a small team. Like this yeah. is, seemed like a really kind of fun open world. There were villages involved. Anyway, there were so many elements from the farming to like the fighting combat to the crafting that I was like, this kind of ticks all of our boxes and it's coming out pretty soon, y'all. So if this sounds interesting to you, head over to at the Serpent Rogue on Twitter. It, it doubles as the um, developer's Twitter handle and, and start following them. Like I said, they're also giving updates on how they're doing uh, pretty much day to day over there. And um, support the Serpent Rogue. Find They have a demo out on Steam, so you can go and even try it out. See if it's uh, something up your alley. And the game releases on uh, April 26th. So we can go get our Serpent Rogue on really, really soon. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Play Doctor Aesthetics and Gardening. Mm-hmm. I see you. Yeah. I yeah. see you. Oh, this looks so good. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the main characters like little like doctor old school doctor mask from like right. the the Renaissance, and it's just yeah. It, to be fair, I did not see the doctor doing any doctor stuff. <laughs> oh no, he's no, making no. potions. I've been oh, I've yeah, been yeah. watching oh, no, this. This is a good thing. Oh okay. Yeah. For me. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh oh like plague doctor things. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No no like leeches and okay. <laughs> right, okay. Right, right right yeah. Okay all right all right. All right. I've been watching this trailer for the past like 30 seconds now, and he has not done one doctor thing. <laughs> He's got too much on his plate. He didn't ask for your insurance. Th- he didn't make no- you sit in a yeah. waiting room for 45 no. minutes, even though your appointment started 45 <laughs> minutes ago. None of that. None of the doctor stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Just you know, me. <laughs> he, he takes all PPOs, but not yours. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Uh... <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Hassel, I believe uh, you also wanted to highlight one as well, correct? Yeah. Um, so, you know, in my search for everything that's been happening and how it's impacting the video game community, I came across uh, Necrosoft Games, which is uh, spearheaded by uh, its director, Brandon Sheffield. 
Um, Necrosoft Games is not necessarily a Ukrainian video game company. However, uh, Brandon uh, Sheffield um, and Necrosoft Games are known for putting together the bundles, like, for example, like the bundle for Palestinian aid and uh, also the bundle for racial justice and equality. Um, they announced Ooh. that, um, yeah, Troy, you you uh, yeah, purchased that bundle that for a year. In that bundle, I still only played about twenty games. Yeah, how many, t- how many titles were were in that? There were over a thousand, over a thousand games, which is took me a year to get through twenty of them, <laughs> which is a lot of games. It is a lot it of is. games. It's a lot. Good quality, great cause. Um, so. Necrosoft Games uh, announced that they are going to be doing something very similar. So they're going to be doing a bundle for uh, Ukrainian aid. Um, They are taking in some uh, submissions now. So if you are a game developer uh, of a paid game and you would like to add this game to the bundle, all you have to do is go to itch.io, look for the actual... um, post on there and then submit your submission there so that they can add it to the bundle. Um, All of the proceeds from this bundle are going to go straight to two organizations. Uh, The charities are International Medical Corp and uh, the Voices of Children, which is a Ukrainian organization that helps children cope with the horrors of war, PTSD, readjusting to school and things like that. That's a great cause. That's really, really good. Yeah, it's, it's interesting how different developers and different people can help out in their own way. We as game players uh, can, can, can purchase this in order to help out a cause, and then developers can, do, you know, can donate to this as well, their games or whatever, mm-hmm. in order to help out in their way as well. And, and I like how everybody can just do a little thing. Yeah, and um, that, that bundle, I didn't know that, uh, was it Necrosoft? Um, uh, yeah, Microsoft Games. Um, I didn't know they were behind the that that uh, racial injustice um, uh, mm-hmm. bundle. Uh, that did a lot of real good. It raised a lot of money and awareness because uh, it wasn't just money; it was also education. And uh, uh, yeah, so I think that's a they they have a great track record for doing doing some good out there. I, before we move too far into uh, the organizations that are are um, uh, lending aid to yeah. to uh, Ukrainian efforts, I do have one more game dev to, yeah, to highlight. Please. Oh, please! Um, yeah. And and I'm very excited about them. Um, I've been following them on Twitter for a little while, and they're adorbs. Uh, they're making a game called a uh, Super Zoo Story. They don't have a development studio because it's just a husband and wife duo that are making this game together and i can't even explain how cute it is so um they were heavily inspired by stardew valley so the art looks very stardew valley Mm -hmm. but instead of making a farm is your farming style making a zoo Uh, So you make like little enclosures for the different animals. You want to make different areas to make them happy. And the designs for their building are just like chef kiss. Every time they take a building and they're like, "Mm, we've redesigned it a little more. Somehow it's more adorable. Like (laughs) they've done such a wonderful job. And I feel like they they captured like that whimsy of Stardew Valley of like you see a new monster. You see like a new animal that you can have. But it's like a little giraffe or like an elephant. And I'm just... I am so excited to to see what they do with it, and I I mean I I, I was gonna buy it long before this, but uh, I I'm so stoked to see how, how I'm so stoked to see it when it comes out. Yeah, and that whimsy is everything. It's all about that whimsy. 
Can you imagine starting with a zoo? It's such a it's such a perfect concept. Star just, Zoo Star Valley. Zoo Valley. Star, Star Zoo Valley. Brian and I looked at each other. Ah. Our eyes hit. It was yeah. a sparkle. And we it both was. knew we were about to say the same thing. Yep. <laughs> we both knew it was low-hanging fruit, but we decided to take it out. Oh, we take it. We take it where we can get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm so in the mood to play Stardew Valley. Like, right now, I want that kind of game. But I'm, like, done playing Stardew Valley Prime. So having, like, a like a zoo version of that is, like, exactly, like, the flavor that I want right like now. Like, a Stardew Prime, you want like Stardew Plus. Yes. Or, you know. Yes. Right. Yes. Stardew, but with Zoo. You, you know, I'm a uh, I'm Star scrolling Zoo. through the Twitter account for Super Zoo Story, and these man, these screenshots and like these little like videos look so good. There They're is so a good. there there is a moon circus. Yeah. There's a moon circus. What what is inside <laughs> the moon circus? I'm in. You got me. What is it? We I'm don't there. know. But yes, got it. <laughs> it's not out yet, but I believe you can wish list uh yeah, wish list it on Steam. Oh, it's called Super Zoo Story. Check it out. That's great. Yeah, it's it's interesting, especially because I was talking to you guys about this a little bit before him before we started, and I'm noticing like on Steam now when you go to your homepage or your library, I should say, brings you to your homepage. Um it actually like Shows like all the news on the top or little different updates from all the different games. And I've been noticing a, a couple of different games have been updating. Like, hey, our, our updates are going to be a little bit weird now because of everything that's going on. We have some developers or some artists that are based in Ukraine. So some, some things are going to get a little thrown out of whack. And one of the ones that really uh, uh, caught my eye was for a game called Stone Shard. It's by Inkstains Games. And... It's interesting because this is a, a game studio that's based in Russia. It's based in St. Petersburg, but they have developers that are in Ukraine. They have some some major uh, people that are in there. And even they, they're like, because of Russia's attack on Ukraine, we're going to be missing stuff. You know, we're going to be missing updates. And it's, and it's interesting for them because, again, they're based in Russia. So how th- navigating how they can even say certain things is yeah. very interesting. Very, very unique. If you are interested in playing some game, there's there's a lot of game companies out there that are uh, donating proceeds, uh, yeah, which is really uh, from sweet. their games to to the, to the efforts. Yeah, some some of those game companies are. Um, if you buy Chuchel Creeks or Mechanarium right now, um, they're donating the proceeds to their games to the Ukrainian relief efforts, and uh, all of those are amazing. Games. Oh yeah. So like bonus, great game, double bonus. Uh, go into a good you know, cause. Chuchel, you just play as this sentient orange ball of fluff <laughs> that, that like can't find its alarm clock or apple. One or the two. It uh-huh. could be an, a, a, an apple alarm clock. And you're just trying to find it. It is the one of the best like iPhone point and click adventures you could hope for. It's simple. It's easy. It's funny. Chuchel. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know there are a lot of big game studios that are also uh, uh, making donations. Um, I'm sure there are more than this, but the the, the three that caught my eye are Bungie, uh, CD Projekt Red, and uh, 11-Bit Studios. Oh, and also GOG.com. Yeah, uh, which which are going uh, above and beyond. Yeah, GOG.com actually is owned by the same people that own uh, that are CD Projekt Red. Uh, oh, so, right. So yeah, that's why. So that, that's why those are all encompassing, which is great though, because I mean, like Bungie, they get in on a lot of different things. Uh, Bungie, I know, have done like Nepal ones. They've done 
um, uh, ones for when, what the stuff that was going on with uh, Black Lives Matters. They've done a whole bunch of different ones, and this is just another one that they can add to. Bungie has always been great about that. They, they said that they're going to do something in Destiny 2, but they're also doing um, like a charity event, and all the proceeds for their like live stream charity uh-huh. event are going to go to uh, Ukraine. Yeah, I saw that uh, uh, People Can Fly. It's a Polish-based game company. They made uh, Outriders, which we're going to play one day. Hassel, it's going to happen. I'm telling you. Please. One day. With a cherry on top. Um, they also developed Boltstorm, which is a, a first-person uh, game that came out. Oh, gosh. I don't want to think how long ago that was, but it's super stylish. <laughs> oh, it is. It's <laughs> such a good game. It's such a good name for a company. People Can Fly. It's just... Oh, I, I thought you that. were going to say Bulletstorm was a good name for a game. I was yep. like, it's very... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You That's know, kind of a good name, though, because like I imagine like little raindrops, but they're like little bullets instead. Oh, so it's like, it's it, a bullet storm. Oh, I do enjoy that. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's like it, you have like powers. It, that's how it is. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, it's I mean, that too, that too. You're like, right. Oh, but oh. Look, what if it's like magic storm? <gasps> it's like a magic I'm in. storm. It's like a I'm sharknado, in. but with bullets. Oh. Sharknado. I'm in. Bullet storm. Winner. So uh, they partnered with PAH, which is the Polish uh, Humanitarian Action. Um, and they're going to contribute just um, pretty much under their name uh, everything, every um, like Polish currency um, that you donate um, money wise. I don't know exactly how what the the currency is there, uh, but pretty much they're going to be matching donations uh, to their company. And is um, CD Projekt Red are they Polish as well? That's correct. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yes, they are. Um, so it's cool to see you know um, the European gaming community kind of coming together to support their 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 neighbors. Speaking of neighbors, Primal Game Studios, based in um, Budapest, Hungary, um, said that they're offering office space to any uh, refugee game devs. So if really? you, you are fleeing from Ukraine, yeah, if you got to get out, yeah, if they have to leave Ukraine and they, they end up in Hungary, that they said that if they're in Budapest, that you're welcome to come to their studio and use their office space so you can cool. continue to develop your games. I love wow. the way that I think you mentioned this earlier that indie developers don't just support video games, they just support other indie developers yeah. that's just this beautiful uh yeah. community yeah it really is um and it's, it's beautiful it, I, that's a beautiful story to see them coming together like that in 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 such a time of uh, dire time of need so awesome so there's there's plenty of other um t- donations and also game developers out there we just wanted to highlight a few to hopefully uh, encourage you all uh, to to go and, and, and look up some of these uh, developers and some of these um, charitable organizations and uh, see how you can contribute. Um, were yeah. there any... Uh, and any? Ian, if you can't contribute, I mean, literally just taking a look at their pages, maybe wishlisting an item for, for a developer, you know, it really does make a difference for them. So even if you can't do that monetarily, because everybody kind of feels, you know, everybody's in a, in a place right now in the world where, you know, you got to take care of yourself a bit try and give them just a little bit of love share share a little bit of the spotlight on your social medias for them like try and get the word out of their games it's really important just for them to get that exposure so. yeah like retweet subscribe even just sending them good vibes so that when they they have the time to log on that they just see that that kind of positivity in their yeah, yeah i have seen them reply to some of the responses that um they've been getting on twitter and just being like the love and support means so much right now so let's continue to throw some love and support for our Ukrainian friends out there. Yeah, spread uh, spread the word as much as possible. I think we just have to reach as many people as possible and try to get them all the support that we can. Again, if you do want to uh, donate and, uh, to one of these charities who are Ukrainian-based at the moment, uh, International Medical Corps, you can find them at internationalmedicalcorps.org. Or you can do it to uh, Voices of Children, which is the Ukrainian organization helping kids cope with 
PTSD and readjusting and all that other stuff. And you can find those at voices.org. Great. Great. That's beautiful. Yeah, I think um, I think that should do it for us this week, y'all. We had a, a, a pretty hefty topic there and uh, you know that we're able to support, hopefully. And I hope by the time this episode comes out, things are much better over there. But we don't know. It's 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 it's, day it's, by day. it's a day by day thing. Yeah, it's crazy what's going mm-hmm. on out there. So y'all, I think that will do it for us this week. So normally this would be the time where we like plug our social medias and whatnot. But you know what? We're plugging all the, the Ukrainian social media. So we will take a look at our uh, description. We'll have all the links. Um, we'll have the charity mm-hmm. links and also uh, the links to the games and developers that we've been talking about through this episode. Go uh, follow them. Uh, send us some words of encouragement, whatever you can do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think that'll do it for us. As always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. And we are The, the Taste, Taste of, of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. See y'all. See y'all. So long. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. The podcast for everyone's taste.